always like this time of year in the spring. To me, it's always a time of new beginnings and new life. Things just seem to be revitalized and refreshed. And so to me, that renewal time, it always gives me a sense of um, literally a new hope, um, refreshment, and begins to pick up my spirits, my energy, to really participate, to do things not just the old stagnant or habitual ways of doing things, but even even the routine things that I would do, there seems to be always a new, a renewed sense of aliveness to it all. And I always enjoy that, regardless. And last month I spoke about what Easter to me means, and that sense of when that which is of the old dies off, then the new can rise up just like we have that, the Christ risen. Well, in truth, that is a story that is true for all of us. And these stories that we share or have read throughout history, especially in the scriptures around those individuals like Jesus or other teachers on this pathway may not only just be that actual life experience of those individuals, but also examples or stories for each of us to really begin to look at and to follow to see what that is within ourselves that we may also discover that truth. And that's where there's value in reading stories, hearing talks and sharings like we do here and just different spiritual teachers over the ages. That, that underlying spiritual truth is there for all of us always. And all it takes is really a time of going within for that truth to come forward and awaken within all of us. And in truth, that is the new life, the renewal. We can call the spiritual life, being born again, a spiritual renewal, but it is that new life for all of us. And just as I was sharing earlier before the meditation, that a lot of what we're doing in meditation is attuning ourselves to that frequency of the Holy Spirit, that is that loving, love, that living, loving essence of God, the movement of God's loving. So in meditation, as we focus within to that divinity, with the sacred names, such as the hue or the names we give in initiation, the keys to the kingdom, that's what that's about, is attuning ourselves to that inner frequency of loving. And it is through that attunement that as we come more and more into that clarity of the straight and narrow, we get our needle aligned inside of us with the straight and narrow, that's that attunement where it's very clear that we're on that channel of WGOD. <laughs> I like that one. That in that, well, many of us, if you've been kind of checking things out spiritually, metaphysically over time, you'll hear certain things that are probably somewhat common out there. And sometimes it's referred to as spiritualizing things or spiritualizing ourselves or a release or a letting go. It's a raising of frequency, of picking up our vibrations. Well, all of that's true. And that's all in reference to what I was just saying about like the radio frequency and turning into that WGOD station. 
that the more we do that and the more we come into alignment with that, then all the frequencies, here's the other part, as we come into alignment with that, we will experience more of that frequency and all that goes with it. But that also means that all those other frequencies or radio stations we've been living in now, we're going to be letting go. Because if our needle is not now on that radio station called the physical or the imagination or the emotions of the mind or the unconscious, and we're really focused now on the spiritual, well, that is a higher frequency, a higher vibration. And in so doing, we're now letting go of all the other that we were focused on. That's really the simplicity of all this. We realize how simple the spiritual action is and really the ordinariness of it. It's very practical. Then it becomes more doable, more livable, something that's easier than what we might have imagined, that maybe it's not such a mystery, but really more of a practical application that the more we do it, the more we understand what it really is and all that goes with it. But in that process of that reattuning ourselves now to a newer, higher frequency, in that process now we're going to be letting go of these old frequencies and all that went with that. So what does that mean? That means all those things, belief systems, feelings, imaginations, fantasies, desires, wants, physical experiences even, and circumstances, that as we move our frequency now more over here to spirit in alignment with God, well then all those things that went along with the frequencies over here that we are participating in will begin to drop away. And all the static that was in the change in the station will go with it. So it's important to look at this practically that in that changing of frequency, these other things we are participating in, they drop away. That's what we call death. It's what we call letting go. It's what we call forgiveness. Truly detachment. All the things we hear about. A lot of, if you hear me talking and referencing a lot of words, I do that a lot here because in here, we try to make everything as simple and practical as we can so it's easy to grasp and understand. And that's important to do it because too many times have I seen people look at spiritual actions or pathway as so mystical that they can't understand it, so therefore how can they do it? Spirit is very doable, very understandable to the soul, not to the mind. And therein lies the confusion. The mind will get confused because the mind's so used to figuring things out. Well, when they say this, it means this. So therefore, that's the right thing to do and anything other than that is wrong. And then we get caught up in belief systems of right and wrong. And here we're trying to go for God, that which is unconditional, unlimited. So we have to be willing to let go of all of our old beliefs, all of our looking at things as a right and a wrong way, but rather opening up to a loving way 
an unconditional way, a way that accepts all things. Before in our living, it was limited in what we believed was right. And all that was wrong wasn't part of there. But we have to be willing to let go of that as we change our frequency and let it die off and all that goes with that. And that's where we struggle. We struggle with letting things die off in order to really attune and attain that new frequency that we really do want. When we feel that inner call and pull, that longing to really know that which is divine, when that stirs within us, we will keep pursuing that and it's that we can't stop, which is the good news. We can't stop because that which in us is that which is eternal, which will always be drawn back to its source. The soul came from God and the soul will return to God. In truth, that never left. But because we have turned away from that into these other frequencies and have become so focused into that, that we have simply forgotten about the other greater truth that is divine. So that's the practical part of this. As we start to look back towards God and attune ourselves to God, all of this other now is going to die off and let go. And therein now lies the renewal or the rebirth, the true being born again. See that group of the Christian wings of born-agains? They had something right there. Because when we allow that which is where we've been so focused and caught up in the physical of our physical desires and wants and let go to truly thy will be done that is of God, that now that which is of the world has to die off so we can be born again now to that which is of spirit. And that's key here. And that's another reference when I talk about the spring. We all talk about spring cleaning Oh, it's a time of year for spring cleaning. Some people get excited. They love to clean out the garage and the closets and other people roll their eyes like, oh my God, that's so much work. Who cares anymore? Well, maybe that's a cleaning. Maybe it's just letting go of having to do spring cleaning. It's still a letting go. And that's the thing to keep in perspective. It doesn't mean just one thing. Maybe the same thing we talk about can mean something different on every level. But yet maybe the action's the same. So when we say letting go or spring cleaning, cleaning out the closet of the garage that we could do physically and how that makes us even feel when we do those actions. Do you ever notice how letting go of old things, getting rid of stuff, cleaning things up, you feel lighter and better inside after the fact, maybe not before or during, but after the fact, in the freedom and space that you have out here, you actually feel that inside of yourself. So that's what I'm talking about, is to realize even these other actions we take, really there's an interaction that is the same. So we can do internal spring cleaning, cleaning out those old belief systems, letting go of those old emotions, releasing those attachments we have to the things we want or desire. 
Think about it. Those things that we so hold on to, we think are so dear to us that we think we cannot live without. But yet the more we hang on and focus onto them and don't have them, the pain it creates, the suffering we go through, the struggle and stress we put ourselves through, for what? For what? It's just a belief system. It's a fantasy. We think we want it. What is that desire, that attachment, that is formed simply out of our imagination? It was taken on as an idea. and We put all these emotions into it. In all that together then, somehow it created this ball of energy that has life now. And the more we have fed that, the more we've desired it, the more life it is, the more energy it has, the stronger the force, the force be with you. That's right. We have created a force now through our thoughts, through our feelings, through our imagination. And then we pursue it physically and create this strong bond of attachment that we think we have to have to fulfill ourselves But is that true? Do we really need to have all of those things physically or mentally or emotionally to truly be happy? What if all we had to do was a little internal spring cleaning and let go of that which we think we have to have and cannot live without. What if we just let that go? Not even worry about the physical, not focus on the physical, but just internally. Our desires, those attachments, we're struggling so hard to achieve or get that if we can begin to truly let it go. But you see, the problem with that is that most of us then go, well, well what do I do then? What, what, what do I want? If I don't have this thing I want so much and I'm always striving and working so hard for, well, then my life would be empty. Who would I be then? I, I'm this very thing I'm trying to pursue and make happen. My identity's wrapped up into this. What would I do then if I'm not doing this? And that's where a lot of us go into fear and why we won't let go simply because of the unknown that we don't know what we would do or what's next. Or we think we would be so alone not having this thing that we simply created internally. And whatever outer reflection that it has, whether it's a job or relationships or where we live, whatever it is. Those are the things that eventually we're going to have to begin to look at within ourselves. And it's when we're really willing to look at those things within ourselves is when we'll begin to see 
all the illusions that we've created, that we have created, and also all that we've created that goes with that around the struggle, the pain, the suffering, that maybe, maybe it was unnecessary, but at some point we believed it was necessary. But if we're really willing to look deep within ourselves, to even ask ourselves, well, what, why do I want this? Why is this so important to me? What is this about? That if we're willing to look and ask ourselves those questions, is how we can begin to unravel and understand one, maybe where this even came from. Did society teach, us to, teach it to us? Did our peers teach it to us? Did our parents? And to really look and see for ourselves, is this valuable to me? Is this truly important to me? Does this really serve me for my greater good, whatever that may be? Well, in some ways, everything serves us because why would we be doing it if it didn't serve us? But maybe some of those things we think serve us, maybe they don't need to anymore. But how are we going to know the difference if we're not willing to look at it and evaluate it within ourselves? And maybe allow ourselves the space and opportunity to make some different decisions or choices in life. But I'm also suggesting to look first internally, to do that internally, regardless of the outer circumstances, but the internal. To look inside and to see your stress, your struggle, your pain and suffering. Why are you doing that? Where is it coming from? What is it that you're doing within yourself that you've created, that you believe is so important that it would create that much pain and suffering rather than just giving it up and letting it go and doing something else, choosing something else. Well, that's something we definitely are going to want to look at. At some point, there's not a have to or a when. Hey, the soul's eternal, right? So we have an eternity to look at all this. Do we want to do an hour later? This life, next life, a billion lives from now? What's it matter if we have eternity? Well, that's another way to look at things. But most of us, one, cannot really comprehend what eternity means or is. Too many people would freak out because nobody really remembers to the level that it would take to understand the truth of that. But if we are willing to look at this, to go into it, and willing to learn from it, and move through it and let it go, and get on the other side of it so we really can be at that higher, true spiritual perspective, that is where the greater wisdom and understanding can really be revealed to us then. That which is eternal, that which is true and that which is real and serves us in our spiritual journey. 
Our journey really is a spiritual journey, even in this physical creation. It is the soul that is spiritual, that is having a journey in every level and every realm, physical, astral, causal, mental, etheric, soul, and realms of spirit. That spiritual journey, the soul, is our focus that we share here in Inner Light Ministries. But it is also that journey of the soul that is true. All we do here is try to point out and share and bring attention to and awareness of that journey of the soul. No matter what realm it's on, no matter what level. Many of you have been meditating, have had inner experiences in a dream state or out of body or spiritual visions where you've been in other realms and dimensions and in classes like this, at retreats, and auditoriums full of people, spiritual teachers, angels, guides, all of that, all that pursuit. If you want to really know about that, I'll make a little plug here. Our book, Staff of the Shepherd, that Jim wrote so long ago, is a great reading to go into all of that, of all the different levels and all that which is of the physical, metaphysical, and spiritual. It helps to have some awareness, but then it also helps to give us clarity to see what it is that we really want. What do we really want? Do we really want this physical thing? Or do we really want the spiritual fulfillment and loving that we know is true, but not Remembering the truth of that, we focus on this thing here thinking if we can have that, it'll fulfill me and I will feel one now. Not realizing the more we pursue that physicality, that it actually takes us further into separation from that which we know spiritually is the truth. And it is not until we're willing to let go of that can we now open up to the truth. So as we pursue that greater truth, not even understanding what it really is, but are willing to search, to pursue, to seek after it anyway, because we just know inside of us we can't even put our finger on it, but we just know. When we pursue that, and the more we move towards it and get closer, we begin to experience more of that fulfillment, that loving, where we feel now more of a oneness and not so alone. And in that realizing, oh my God, I don't need this. I thought I needed this, but in the need of that, all it did was cause me more pain and struggle because it was actually separating me from the truth of my oneness with God, where that fullness of loving resides, that brings the joy and the peace, let alone motivates and inspires us. And in that pursuit now, is where we get enthused. And the more we pursue that, the more we find ourselves letting go, letting things die off. All those old frequencies as we change the dial to WGOD now. 
And then life truly does begin anew. You could call it the birth of our consciousness spiritually, and that does happen where all of a sudden we wake up and now know and see more spiritually where we just had no awareness of it before that. And then we get so fascinated and then that's all we want to know more and more. And we begin to look at everything in our life. Not only how does that serve us, but where's spirit in that? What am I learning here? How does this serve me? And when we begin to live life that way, not only is it new, but it truly takes on a whole new meaning. And we begin to see the purpose and the perfection in it all. That there is a why are we here? Why are we doing this? What's it all about? But that only comes as we truly move closer to God internally, spiritually. And then we will do whatever we can to have more of that. To learn what we need to, to fill ourselves, to feed ourselves, to do the meditations, to learn the spiritual principles and teachings, to align, to attune, to fulfill. And that spiritual awareness can wake up in a flash. And we have those moments. And then we have these long periods of time where we go, wow, is anything going on? Used to be so fun and exciting, but now what's going on? It just seems like a lot of work. Well, there are these things that I was just speaking of that we call the attachments, all the old wants and desires and needs that we've got to work through. And it does seem like work. And we do have to go through all of that. But it is that work of going through that, that when we begin to ask the questions, as I was just saying, is when we literally will begin to learn and fulfill the purpose of our soul's journey, even through this physical creation, let alone all the other realms beyond the physical. So it is that that we call the spiritual pathway. That pathway is that way by which we journey through all these different levels of consciousness to have experience. And it is in the experience that we find the fulfillment as we journey now not only away from God, but now back towards God. And it is that that is truly the fulfillment of the soul. And that's really what the soul wants. And that may take time to remember that. But when we're ready, that day will come where we will want to remember because something inside of us will literally awaken all by itself, with us not even trying to pursue it 
or trying to figure it out or anything. Because when it is time and the soul knows, it'll begin the journey. And when it does, it'll be drawn to a pathway like this, a way by which it can now walk that journey back to its creator for that greater fulfillment, fulfilling the mission, the purpose, and why it even came here to begin with. And that journey is a journey of soul liberation and the soul's return back into the heart of God. And that's the freedom and the joy and the fulfillment that that action of meditation with the sacred name brings about and the practice of the teachings and all that we do in living life. No matter where we are or what it is that we are living in life, it really doesn't matter because that inner journey for the soul is the same for all of us regardless of all the outer details and circumstances. We just have to be willing to realize that and to let that go in order for that greater spiritual awakening to take place. And then when we do let go of all these old experiences and they die off and we go through our grieving of that letting go then in that rebirth and renewal just like when a baby's born in this world well most of the time it is a joyous occasion well that's what it'll be like for us and that rebirth and that renewal for us spiritually it's a joyous occasion a joyous experience as we continue waking up and being born again on each level of consciousness, on that journey back home to God even, we're going to find yet a greater and greater sense of joy as we renew ourselves over and over again. And with that, I'm just looking inside if there's a little more I want to say. It's always fun to do this because in it, that presence of the Holy Spirit, as I was saying, it's like a, wearing a hat and right on the top of the head and just feeling that loving presence. And in that, there's awareness of the words, the actions, and it's a joy to be in that. So in a way, I want to keep talking just to be in that. But once those words, in a sense, that flow begins to shift, then I just go with it and let that go to next. And so I'm going to go ahead and let Jim talk now and share whatever he would like, however that's going to flow for him. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be interesting. 